So I was reading an article about Dusty Rhodes uh, and his son, uh, Dustin. Oh, okay. No, not, the, no, not Dustin. Cody. Sorry, Cody. The wrestler. Yes. Okay. And Cody gave his, uh, his Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. Okay. And my thing was interesting because I, I have to agree with three of them. But I think he's kissing somebody's ass with the fourth. So he goes, he goes his dad, obviously. Uh huh. He, he goes the Rock, uh, pretty much on ninety nine percent of people's lists to go on Mount Rushmore if you're a true wrestling fan. Right. Then he goes Vince McMahon. Okay, there's no wrestling like it is today without Vince. I mean, yeah, he made it what it is. I yeah. guess he turned he turned it he's the one that single-handedly turned it into a billion dollar industry. Yeah, he did what his father didn't want him to do and that shut down every other promotion in the country and make it into one big conglomerate, you know, and that made right. everybody money. Right. And then he put Tony Khan on there. And I'm like, dude, you're kissing ass now. Tony Khan? That's his boss. That's the guy whose father owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. His son owns AEW. Oh. Yeah. Well, does he, is he like a Jim McMahon, Jim, Vince, Vince. McMahon type? <laughs> no, like, he's the money man. That's it. He's a oh, money he's man. A... He's a kid. And he is a kid. I think he's like 30. He's a kid who's got a shit ton of money. I mean, a shit ton of money. We're talking billions here from his dad. And I mean, you have to have like you have to be worth at least I think twenty to thirty billion to even be considered to buy a pro football team. And his dad bought one by himself, so that I tell you how rich he is. Right. And so his son, who loved pro wrestling, said, "You know what? I'm gonna start my own wrestling company." Oh, you are? Are you? I sure am. And he just put a couple hundred million dollars into company. Got his got the TV deal, and uh, that's how he got AEW. Wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty much that simple how it worked out. Kid had more money to do with. He loved wrestling. He's like, why the fuck not? You know, like if I had have come into like if my dad was like that and this was like 1999 when I was really or 2000, I was really, really, really into wrestling. I might have done that, too. I might have bought WCW. You know, when they were right before they sold to AOL, I might have bought them. Yeah, and be running it if I had that kind of you know disposable income. Why the fuck not? You know, something to do. I'm around professional athletes. You know, they can't lip off to me because I'm paying their checks. So <laughs> it's win win. <laughs> Man, I mean, yeah, it does. It does. It's, it does. Win win. Yeah, it is. I remember. Uh, so if you were, if someone gave you money and said you can start. A business, it would be a wrestling franchise. Back in nineteen, back in back before it went to the new year, or right after. Uh, I'm sorry, the new millennium. Yes, then yes. Now I'd have to sit down and think about it. Right. You know, I, I'd actually have to be smart about it. Back then, it would have been a no brainer. I was so into wrestling at the time that it would have been just like, "Fuck it, I'm going into wrestling." Now, look, look at that! Look at all the people that are there. It's amazing. I love it. Woo! You know, I would have gone right to wrestling without even thinking about it. I'm such a uh, film fanatic. I'll never forget. Uh, I was talking. I was talking to. Um, uh, you know, I used to sort with this guy named Chris, and we would always. It was just him and I, 
for the most part. I like 90% of my day was, or my work day was there with just one dude. So we talk about a bunch of shit, you know, over, you know, the course of years. And I remember this was back in like 98, 99, maybe even 2000. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember we were talking about, uh, I was like, man, if I, I remember talking about how I had an idea for like the perfect movie theater. Mm. And it was right when we came back from Hawaii. Claire and I came back from Hawaii. And it's, it doesn't sound like a big deal now. Mm-hmm. But then at the time, it was just you just never saw it. But we went to a movie. We went and saw two movies at this really cool theater. And uh, um, I remember we saw Captain Morelli's Mandolin, which fucking is horrible. And we saw uh, John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars like the very next day. Because mm-hmm. I had to, we had to see one movie she wanted to see, and then one I wanted to see. Ghost of Mars that had Ice Cube in it, right? Yeah. Okay. And now I remember it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Anyway, it was theater was really cool. But I remember when you like bought your drink, you just they just gave you a cup and you went and put whatever you wanted in. And now, and convenience store has been doing this forever, but theaters never did that. You know, you told them what you wanted, and they got you your soda or your or your uh, icy, whatever. And I was like, man, if I had a theater, I'd have a chain of theaters and you would, it would have merch. It would be like a theme type theater. So it would uh, have merch. And I talked about how the seats would be big and reclining every, basically I, I, um, what I described was what would become AMC theaters. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, um, and what was the other one? Uh, the ones around here, the ones that AMC bought out. Oh um, yeah, the 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 real nice one that was Cinetopia. Uh, yeah, yeah Cinetopia. And the guys, the guys uh, that sold it just have one theater, and it's called uh, um, here's it's called Studio One, and it's more like the you know it's like Cinetopia on steroids. It's even more you know luxurious and a top tier food. And anyway, I was thinking of doing that and, uh, and I'll never forget the, you know, when they came out, there was like, Oh, well, now it's done, but they, they're not theme thematic. They don't like sell merch, but I had like this whole plan in my head. Now, if I were to get that opportunity, I don't think I would do it. The theaters is going to, I think it's going to be more of a, I don't, they're not going away. I hate hearing people say, Oh, it's going away. It's not, you know, uh, during a pandemic, uh, a blockbuster movie still made two hundred million dollars over the weekend. They're not going anywhere, but they could be a niche market. Yeah, you know? I know. I thought for a while that the that the death knell was sounded um, for movie theaters, but turned out I was a little early on it. I still think it's 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 not going to be around for all of like Eloise's life. I think eventually it's going to go away and she's going to be telling like, you know, her kids or grandkids or friends, kids or whatever about what she used to do with her dad and friends go to the movies. I don't think it's going to be around forever. I just, I just have a sneaking feeling that it's going to die. I think streaming is eventually going to take over because it's, it's human nature to be lazy. And if I don't have to leave my house to go see something, I'm not going to leave my house to go see it. All right, you know, you know why they're not going anywhere? They'll be like a, I think they'll be a niche market, but they're not going anywhere. They'll be around when she's of age, mm-hmm. also. They'll be around when she's my age, because 
they said the same thing about theater when films became a thing. They said the same thing. It's going to kill the theater industry. There's, it's going to kill it. And it didn't kill it. It just made it a niche market. They they recalculated and now it was more of an event to go to the theater. Yeah. Not not, not movie theater. No, like I know what you're talking about. You're talking about yeah, plays. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just going to do, it's just going to be the same thing. It's just going to become a niche market. It's never going to go away because there's experiences. There's the, the you, there's an experience, and there's too many people like me that will keep them alive at the very least on a niche level. Perfect example. Uh, well, you know, like Shang-Chi, uh, you know, they now they've they're shortened a day and date. Now, the days of a movie being in the theater six months, uh, mm-hmm. a year, those those are obviously gone, those are gone a long time ago. They but should the, be gone, yeah, they shouldn't be, but, but uh, because they just make more movies, you know, back then a studio would pump out 10, 12 movies in a year, now they do over 30, right? You know, so. Yeah, so stop forcing me to go to the theater and just start streaming this shit, you know? But, well, well, what's happening with, with studios, with major studios, is that they're having two camps. They're splitting. Mm. Uh, they're, they're, they're having their movies that will just go to streaming, those smaller budgets, some bigger budgets, mm-hmm. some major stuff. But then they're going to have their tentpole movies that will only be in, available in the theater, or you're going to have to wait that 50, 45-day day, um window uh that that's what's happening that is exactly what's happening see i I understand your point and i understand the logic behind your point but i still have a a, a, a sneaky feeling that's going to end up like the drive-in because the drive-ins were everywhere when we were kids and when my parents were coming up you know and it was it was a it turned out to be it was something that everybody went to, you know. I mean, it was a rite of passage to see you and your well, my parents anyway, how many friends they could sneak in in the trunk of the car, you know, kind of thing. And right. all those were the reasons why people went, you know. I, man, we got nine people in this on, on one ticket, baby, yeah, you know. And it was interesting to watch a film in your car, you know. That was kind of a cool thing, you know. And for some reason, I just feel like theater watching is just, I, I. I I'll say this. I'll say that there will be places where theater, where movie theaters will be around. Just like there's Broadway, which will never go away for plays. I mean, there will always be the Mecca. There'll always be people performing on stage because there were people performing on stage, what, thousands of years ago. That was never going to go away. I mean, that that is too much history, you know, performing on stage. It's just too deeply steeped in humanity. Movie theaters, on the other hand, uh, uh, I hope they stay around, but I'm counting on the laziness of, a, of 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 human beings to eventually kick in and go like, "Look, man, I'm not I'm not going to go watch that movie because I don't want to leave my house." <laughs> well, well, you, you're kind of you're 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 right, but you're also supporting what I just said because there's still over 400 drive-ins that are active to this day. But what happened to the drive? You know, back in the day, there was mm. thousands, thousands. But yeah, what happened, everywhere, yeah. But but what happened is that now going to the drive-in is a special thing. It's a niche market, right. and I'm and I'm saying that's exactly what's going to happen to theaters eventually. It's going to be a niche thing. So no, I so you're you're agreeing with me. <laughs> it just I don't think they're ever going away, but they will become a niche market. It'll become a special thing. 
with you with know. like maybe two in every state or five in every state. But that's I I can well, but see, that, to well, me that's... to me that's basically gone. Like to me the well, drive-in is basically gone. It might as well be gone. Now is it going to disappear like 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 Blockbuster or Hollywood Video? No. No, it's not going to disappear like those places. There are there are always going to be places for people to pay money to go sit in the theater, especially on a hot summer day when they want to just be cool and go pay five bucks to go watch some damn movie. That's always going to be around because that's a thing to do in the summer, man. You're out. It's like, God damn, it's hot. I want to go sit in a cool place and be entertained. Okay, go watch a movie. Yeah. There's, there's also, like you said, experiences. You know, like as much as I don't like any of the Indiana Joneses, I would never have watched them first on a small screen. There you events. like you don't even like the first one? No. I don't I I'm, Really? I, here's here's why. I don't, here's why. I don't know anyone who doesn't like them. I love those. I was so disappointed in 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 Indiana Jones after after I realized that that joke episode on the Big Bang Theory was true. And what's there that? was there was no need for Indiana Jones in the first movie. Everything that happened would have happened with or without him. And that kind of upset me a little bit as I rewatched the movie after that. And they're right. If you took him out of that movie, nothing changes. Nothing. <laughs> in, fact, yeah, the Nazis, in fact, the Nazis get the box or whatever the Ark of the Covenant, whatever it's called in the movie, quicker because he doesn't get them off track. They get it quicker and they die sooner. And that's what disappointed me. I've, I I've, I can't think of a movie that's that popular or even close to that in popularity where the protagonist is not needed. That was kind of the point. Really? Well, uh, uh, explain were, that they, to me because I don't. Oh, well, well, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. OK, the, the movie is based on serials of the of the 30s, mm-hmm. 30s and 40s. And and then the so that's you know you get like the jokes with his he never seems to lose his hat and and giant you know set pieces with cast of thousands and you know a lot of big scenes like the big chase scenes a big thing but in the movie the at the very end it was like all that was kind of the point it was all for nothing he did mm-hmm. all this shit went you know globe trotting getting all this thing, finding Nazis, and it ended up in the government's hands. It ended up exactly where he didn't want it, in the government's hands, where it was just going to get put in a storage somewhere, somewhere not being uh, seen or talked about or discussed or, you know, taught in schools. It was just put away. And that's exactly, remember in the very beginning, it's like, I don't want, I'll do this, but I don't want it going to the government. I don't want it it needs to be in a museum. That was his whole mm. point. It needs to be in a museum. He said it like 10 times. It needs to be in a museum. And and then the Nazis wanted it and the government wanted it. The government wanted to just take it and put it away. And of course, all, yeah. And at the very end, that was like the big thing. And then you see where they, they, they got it and then they put it where they put everything, all these other artifacts that they're just hushing up about. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was his whole thing. It was just like all for nothing. And then, and then at the very end, she was like, you know, well, you got me. So, you know, and then they walk off. So, typical, typical woman. So, uh, you me. know, the big, yeah, no shit. So Big Bang Theory, I mean, yeah, that was kind of the point. It was like he, he went through all this shit and it ended up not meaning he, he could have just stayed home and it would have been exactly what happened. Right. And that, that's, and see, I didn't think about it from the, from your perspective because 
I always thought that when I first watched the movie and I've seen it, God, probably seven or eight times just because it's fucking Indiana Jones. Right. And I never saw him as unneeded. And then when the jolt of him being unneeded hit me after watching it again, I was like, oh, fuck this movie. Fuck all this movie and everything that came after it. And now that you explained it that way, that that was the point, dummy. <laughs> I guess that makes sense that he would re he really did he was on a, 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 a an expedition that was doomed to fail. Yeah, that he was I, never going to make a difference. It was going to fail, no matter what he did, because it did fail. I mean, everything just happened. No matter what he did, it happened. And 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 again, it was wow. I guess if you really look at it, it was kind of a masterpiece because it happened with him, and it would have happened without him. And I can't think of another movie where the protagonist had so little effect on 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 the plot than Indy, because he had no effect on the plot. None. Look at it. the one time, and the one time he gets ahead of people, where he finds the ark before everyone else, it mm -hmm. gets taken from him almost immediately. Yeah, and then and, that was when they were in the um, they they locked him in the tombs. Yes, with all yeah, the snakes. Okay. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, that you know, and, and it was like, and the guy that always fucks him over steals it, steals it once again, and he's like, "Man, you're good, but you're not that good." That was just kind of his the the Nazi guy's thing talking to him. It's like, you know, I'm sorry, we have to take this once again, and because he took the <laughs> idol in the very beginning, and he took that, mm -hmm. and he took his girl. It's like he just he, he was just getting fucked the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> a pretty pretty sad character actually, if you think about it. <laughs> Getting so, beat up. Okay, I guess. Uh, I guess maybe I'll change my mind, huh? I never. <laughs> well, it's like I said, dude. It just—it was so jarring that something that I've seen forever and known about forever was totally different than what I knew it to be. Right. If I'm saying that correctly, because that's why I felt when I saw that episode and, um. What's that Jewish girl's name? Mia, the one who's who's desperate to host Jeopardy. Uh, blah, fuck it, Blossom. I can't say her name. Oh Blossom. God, uh, yeah, my oh, what is her name? Balaki or Blinky or something? Yeah, it's really, it. really Jewish. Let's just put it that way. I, I mean, yeah. It's a real <laughs> Jewish name that I cannot pronounce. Um, so uh, we'll just call her Blossom. Um, <laughs> when she said that to. Uh, to her, uh, to her boyfriend, and I can't remember his name right now, Sheldon. Um, I felt like he did, where it's like, no, what, no, and then they all went and watched it again, and they were like, oh my god, she ruined this movie for us—a childhood great movie. She ruined with just a few words, but then, <laughs> but then when you think about it, or when you get a different interpretation of it. She didn't ruin it. She just explained it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, he wasn't supposed to help, you know, or fix this. This is a, he's supposed to be the fall guy. He's supposed to be, you know, a, a failure in this. This is what he's here for. Oh, it's Mayim Bialik. Bialik, that's it. Yeah, you're right. Bialik. Mayim Bialik. Speaking of her, why won't they give Jeopardy to LeVar Burden now? I don't know. Is it Could it be a black thing or a Star Trek thing? I mean, no, 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 here? no. 
No, I don't know. I don't know what what it. Well, you know the story, right? Well, they okay. fired that that dude for stupid shit. If you ask me, well, tweets well, that are yeah. ten years old. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him though. He I, was okay. Here's why. Okay, go. He was okay. They had they had. Uh, I now I didn't watch the Lavar Burton. Uh, the rumor has it I don't know. So I, I that that he was a little too stiff. And that everyone liked him, but it was like, uh, he just doesn't have a, you know, maybe he's probably he got... nervous. I well, mean... I, yeah, I don't know if that was the reason. I don't even know if that's true. That's just what I've heard. But they appointed the guy, uh, the guy who got fired. Mm-hmm. He was initially the one that was supposed to hire uh, the next host. Right. Yeah. So he just, he, he does like a half ass search. Yeah, hires and then, himself. And, and then appoints himself. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, I know. Fuck him. So, yeah. you know, I'm glad he lost it. I'm glad he lost it. Fuck him. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Fuck that dude. I, I, I was just pissed at the excuse they used were his were 10-year-old dumbass tweets. I'm tired of that shit, you know? I mean, you got, I mean, if somebody said something 10 years ago, dude, and they don't, haven't said it in 10 years, why are you telling me this? That would be like me holding the Confederate flag against Leroy forever. Yeah. He had it out. He put it away. End of story. I'm not going to cancel him or crush him for something that happened 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's retarded. But I still wonder if there's more to it because millions of people are not going to watch Jeopardy anymore. Well, here's the thing. I bet you they just looked for a reason to fire him because when he announced that it was going to be him and then my uh i'm just gonna call her mayim i'm not gonna even try and pronounce her last name <laughs> when they said and she would be like a guest host on yeah. certain on certain certain episodes like celebrity and stuff um the backlash no one had an issue with her doing that you know filling mm-hmm. in every now and again but everybody it was like a super big backlash because it was like this big why not lavar because everyone was kind of surprised of the, the 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 you know so they probably had to like well we gotta we gotta do something and continue this search you know so I wouldn't be surprised if we do see Lavar again because the backlash of that guy uh, announcing him doing it was uh was was huge yeah there, no one was happy about it this is fucking Kunta Kinte reading Rainbow Jordy LaForge. This is a guy who, for in three different generations of people's lives, has affected them. Millions upon millions upon millions of people. And yet you don't choose him right away when he said, I'm interested. They should have jumped on it. Well, Even if fun- he's just Jody LaForge. Oh, my God. Jody LaForge wants to do this. Done. Come on. Done. Let's go. Let's go. Well, the <laughs> Let's funny go. thing, and I challenge you to find one person, because I, I can't. One person that has anything bad to say about LeVar Burton. That's what I mean. He's universally loved. I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've never seen a guy like that. He's you know, Everybody loves LeVar fucking Burton. Everybody. You know, he's, he smiles. He's the biggest smiler at all the conventions. The nicest guy at the conventions. I, 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 I just don't understand what the problem was or is. It's it's like do they think his name is too big for the show that it'll be the Lavar Burden show instead of Jeopardy? Because that could be a concern. 
You know, they don't want the guy, the person playing the part of the host to overtake the show. Right. You know, that could easily be one of their problems. And it's like, if you just say that, we might agree with you. Yeah, he is a little too big for that. I get what you're saying, because there's so many people that would watch it just for him and not for the, you know, the brain stimulus you get from trying to figure out the questions. Or I'm sorry, the 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 answers. And then, you yeah, you figure out the questions from the answers. That's what it is. So anyway, uh, and then there's one more thing before we head in. What is with this that missing white woman? What is that, her name? Gabby it, something? The YouTuber? I, I think that's a YouTuber. Um, she's she's been missing. They found her body, I think, yeah. recently. And my thing is. They were taught Joy Reed. You know who Joy Reed is, right? Yeah, Gabby, Gabby Petitio, some some Italian last name. Right, right. Um, Joy Reed was talking about how this is called missing white woman syndrome, where we go, where the media goes nuts over a missing white woman. And I, they, they do every year. They do but every year. but I totally disagree with her in this sense. She's not being narrow enough. With her, with her definition of what this is. I'll explain. If this lady, Gabby Petino or Pet Petio, fuck it, Gabby. I'm not going to fuck with these <laughs> names anymore. <laughs> if, if Gabby was a brunette with dark eyes or if Gabby was a fat white woman, no one would care. But it's the fact that she's a decent looking, blonde haired, blue eyed white woman now we gots to find her. That's the that's what she needs to narrow it down to. Because there well, are white women that are fat and ugly or dark haired or dark eyes that they, they really don't care about. But you get a what, Natalie Holloway or some white woman like this, and all of a sudden the media goes berserk. They have to find her. Updates every five minutes. And I'm like, why is she so important? I don't oh. understand. And it's like, oh, yeah, she's blonde and she's blue eyed and she's a decent looking white woman. I get it. OK. Yeah, that's basically what it is. I mean, it, it, the hierarchy goes. They're the most cherished. So they if they're are. missing. Yeah. If they're missing. We got to find them. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's just, you know, after that, it's just white and then everyone else. Right. Well, like Chappelle said it a while ago, like, uh, you know, like, remember Amber Smart? Yeah, her who, who wasn't so smart because right she she got abducted in 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 basically in her same zip code. Yeah, she's like six and, miles from her house. <laughs> yeah, it was just fucking insane. So and but in that same length of time, there was a girl, a little black girl, who got abducted by a couple of uh, crackheads, and uh, they were going to try and sell her to mm-hmm. get some money. She got out, managed to get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it. Hold contact to the police. The police caught them. She's watching her story on the news that night. No mm-hmm. one says shit. Yeah. That's an amazing story. That's a movie. Never, yeah, that is a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. But we didn't hear about it. In fact, I didn't hear about it until Dave Chappelle said something. Then I had to go look it up and like, holy shit. Yeah. That. Yeah, but we never hear. We you know that shit happens. I'm sure you know with black folks or brown folks or Asian folks. Oh God, yeah, we're all, all... day, all day, every day, all well, day, every a day. A pretty baby. white girl, and you know, then the world has to stop. America mourns. You know, it's just. Oh God. Yeah. 
Like, if I see any more about that little dumbass white girl who died, the, that little pageant show girl, John Bonet. I'm well, like, a, well, that, I'm like but that, this but, bitch has been dead for almost 20 years. Hey, Let come it on, go. come on. Easy, easy, dude. Don't speak sorry, ill of the dead. She's a six-year-old girl. I don't, dude, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> that she, I, look, I'll say this publicly once. Because I said it back in the day when she disappeared. Sorry, she's gone. She's too young to be taken. I get that. But fuck her. It's been 20 years. I'm tired of them acting like this is a fucking mystery. I don't see one of those idiots in that house killed her. Yeah, it is a mystery, though. It is a compelling story, though. Because How? You, because of all the all the variables, all the people that could have done it, but no one knows who did it. There's three people: mom, dad, the brother. That's it. Because there was they, the police have conclusively proved that there was no way nobody got in that house that night. Every door was locked, no fingerprints on the windows, the, the doors, nothing. Then there was nobody in that house, nobody left that house. One of those three people killed that girl. It's not a mystery. It's, well, it's, it, it's yeah. just deductive reasoning. It should figure out I would lay my hands on either the father or the brother. Now I've narrowed it down to two. How I old think... was the boy? If he was under 10, I'm going to lean on the dad who's probably raping her. Case well, solved. Well, they didn't they didn't find any evidence of molestation. Yeah, I it, it, it I my, think when my I, guess, so, I don't but but, but, but it's right. not but it's not fuck her. Oh. She's a 6-year-old kid. That is insane. It's fuck the people who made the story what it is. It's she didn't do she is a victim. I, I'm dude, it, it's 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 it just more, sits, like it just, I said, I know it sits I just, badly with you. I know it sits, I, get sits, it. Sits, I don't like it. I, just I know like it does. It. And I know why it sits badly with you. And I get it. But I'm still saying that it's part of that whole blonde, blue-eyed white girl thing where they have made this a story for 20 plus years. Oh, yeah. I'm tired of it. Just let her rest for God's sake. Let it go. You're not gonna if you're not gonna rest. I think the mother's dead now. Yeah, she died of cancer. Honestly, I it in my I mean, just on what I know, what I see on TV or you know read, uh, it's my money's on her. Hey, okay, and, yeah, I I can see it. A jealous older woman. Um, her daughter doesn't want to do beauty pageants anymore. She freaks out, gets mad, drowns the kid, or beats the kid to death. I get it. Okay. I, I don't understand why none of them were arrested. Only white people could get away with this. Could you imagine? One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, 100%. Think about it. A black couple, rich black couple, same position, has a son and a daughter. Daughter ends up dead. No signs of anybody in that house leaving or coming. Somebody in that house is getting arrested in about a week. Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, and that's part of the problem I have with this. It's like, look. Why are you treating this like it's some sort of mystery? You got the three suspects, the only three suspects there could be. Do your damn jobs and arrest one of them. Get this shit over with. But they're I, rich and affluent, which means they didn't do it, Marcel. God. Well, even if they did, they have an <laughs> excuse, you know, for doing it because they're so rich, you know, that like affluenza. I was talking to my brother about that, and he said, you know, I've been on this earth for 40 years. I've seen some horrible shit as a cop. I uh, I uh, just can't believe that that was actually happened. I thought that was a Hollywood movie plot. I say, nope, that's real life, buddy. 
Killed four people in a drunk driving accident. Didn't do a lick of jail time because why? He's too rich to understand the consequences of his actions. Which is fucking insane. But I can't be too poor to understand that I need to eat something, so I'm going to go steal this loaf of bread. <laughs> you know, I can't yeah. be too poor to go like, hey, I need to eat. I need to go grab this bread from the store. Sorry, guys, but I'm not going to die because I can't afford this. I'm going to go steal this piece of bread, this loaf of bread. And, and oh, wait, let him Israel and have the guy chase me for 20 years or whatever over a loaf of bread. It's, it's ridiculous, the standard for rich people, particularly rich white people, and then particularly rich blonde white people. It's ridiculous. And it's just... It just enrages me each and every time I see this shit. And it's always connected to this, to this, what is her name again? Gabby. And they're talking like this, like her husband killed her. And it's or like her, bo- her boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend killed well, her. And it's like, so what? I don't care. God it is, damn. It is, it is a crazy story, though. Let's say, uh, let's say I go, uh, well, I'm not going to put myself in there, but let's say a couple goes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they there's actual evidence of them uh arguing and the cops come and uh she's you know she's kind of being a pill because the cops come because she's hitting him they go out into the <laughs> they go out into the woods because there's mm-hmm. body cam footage of her and it's what sucks about it the body cam footage when you look it up she's kind of annoying it was kind of like someone shut this bitch up. <laughs> oh, she's one. Of, she, she's a she's a Karen kind of. Uh, not really a Karen, just annoying. Just twenty two okay. year old annoying. And uh, even the cops were like, "Ugh," you know, he could tell. Like, why won't you <laughs> shut up? <laughs> but then they go into the woods. Uh, she's he, the 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 boyfriend comes out, doesn't contact the family, doesn't let them know where she is doesn't say where she is won't talk to anybody then when then when 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 the thought of legal action comes up he disappears he disappears yeah he vanished so, yeah. <laughs> so this is it's kind of fucking what the fuck man this is like a this is like a dateline episode <laughs> you want to hear the crazy the craziest murder story i ever heard was this one and i don't think you can top this there was a guy in germany and i actually read this in a law book at a basketball camp. Don't ask me why there were law books at the basketball camp. There just were in the dorm I was in. I got so bored, I started reading them. And I came across this case. Um, this German guy, he got into a fight with his wife. And his wife was one of those type of women that never stops once the fight goes. She, she won't stop. Even after she wins, she just won't stop. She's like those ones that uh, Kevin Hart talks about. It's like, I'll tell you something, boo-boo. You ain't going to hit me, you little bitch. What, you going to hit me, bitch? She's one of, she was one of those types that Ugh. just would not stop. Yeah. So yeah. what this guy did was, and I'm going to see if I can remember exactly. He was in the living room. He got up, went to the bedroom. She followed him into the bedroom. He left the bedroom, went to the bathroom, closed the door. She stayed outside the bathroom yelling at him for, I believe, 45 minutes. He gets out of the bathroom. He starts to go outside the front door. She follows right behind him. He walks down the street. He walks for five miles with her behind him. Five miles. He said the next thing he knew, she was dead in his hands. (laughs) Apparently, he got so sick of it, he turned and choked her to death. 
Broke her neck, killed her right then. Yikes. Guess what happened to him? What? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He didn't go to jail. He didn't get have to post bail. They said it was self-defense. They said this man did everything he was supposed to do, and she would not stop. Well, said, so, and I was like, dude, that's crazy. That's that's yeah. that's crazy. I I've been around women like that, but I I don't know if I can justify him not doing a lick of jail time. He did kill her. Now, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I I was so torn because I can understand why he said he blacked out. He said next thing he knew, she like I said, she was dead in his hands, and I can understand that. I can I can I can understand that. I said, like, but dude, you can't. I can't let you go free. You got to do at least. I got to get you for a year, man. I got I got to get you. You got to do at least a year. Got to. I I, I got to keep. I got to keep the public happy. I can't let this be an example. You know, I, I got to try to put you away. They didn't. They wow. just immediately went to justification because she wouldn't stop. Think about that for a second. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? You, I was like, that's the craziest murder I've ever heard of. I've never heard of anything crazier. He just choked her to death after being yelled at for God knows how many hours. You know, I mean, that would drive on your on your sanity. I mean, at minimum, after she followed you for a few miles, you'd probably hit her in her mouth. I mean, I mean, I, I know I would. You know, if I'm outside <laughs> walking and it's, and I'm and I'm I've walked for like three or four miles, she's still behind me yelling at me. I, I'm gonna drop her. I think I've done enough to earn one shot. You know. <laughs> well, do you agree or disagree? You don't think that's that that I've earned one punch? Well, if she didn't put her hands on you. I mean, I, I don't know. I, 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 I know the kind of women you're talking about, and yes. uh, you know, but I, I just don't see a justification for hitting unless she did it first. Now, I hate when the women they try to pretend like they, they they're like smacking the guy around, hitting the guy. How, how many world star videos have we seen of women oh. doing this to a guy, and then he finally after like the like the 10th fucking headshot he just like loses it and reminds her that he's a man yep and then the first thing she does is start you're hitting a girl you're hitting a woman how mm-hmm. dare you it's like you 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 weren't a woman when you were popping this dude in the face yeah five times and he's asking you to stop yeah. and then when you you know then it hits a boiling point and then he just kind of checks you the a that is yeah, that is what it is but just being annoying and then you hit her because she's being you know, loud and annoying. Uh, that's a, I don't know, it's a pretty far. I, I wouldn't do it. I see, I, 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 I will, I'll say this. I wouldn't do that, but I understand. Dude, I'll put, <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. I've known you for a very long time, a very long time, at least 12 years. At least, yeah. At least 12 years. I think you'd hit her. Here's why. Here's why. <laughs> Here's why. Because I know you well enough to know that you have a limit and a cap on your patience. There's a cap. Damon doesn't go past this cap with patience. Never has, never will. There's a certain point where it's like, I'm not going to give you another fucking step. That's it. We're going to, that, that's it. You you reached the end. Now it's got to get physical. If some broad followed you through the house, 
followed you on the road for five miles, yelling and screaming, you'd hit her. Now, I don't think I know you wouldn't kill her, but you <laughs> but you punch her in her mouth to get her to back off and leave you alone. I Be- I would I wouldn't. You know why? Oh, you're so you're, you're sure? Uh, yeah, I'm positive. Okay. I wouldn't. Now, if uh, unless I was hit, I just that, that's something I don't tolerate. Okay. okay. But I actually have been hit, and by a woman for you know just because they're upset, and I, mm. uh, I, uh, I punched a hole in the wall, and and then she like chilled the fuck out. She's like, oh. She did. <laughs> Oh, she's like, oh, he can do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was that was a long time ago. I was in my 20s. Uh-huh. But uh you know the woman who who did what I, who is uh, who did what I'm about to say did and I didn't hit her. But we had an argument. Uh-huh. This is before Eloise. Uh-huh. So we had an argument. It went from room to room. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I was like, no, enough is enough. I'm not gonna, you know. When it got when that I got exhausted, I went to my car. She followed me out to the car to mm-hmm. argue some more. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not doing this. So I drove away. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't like get in her car and follow me, but I kept getting calls nonstop. Ah, Ten, fifth. Okay. So I had to turn my phone off. Mm-hmm. I went to a movie. I, I had to do something to, to get my head out of where what it was. Oh, I, I get it. I get it. I just think it's funny. It's just that's that's just what I do. You know, that's what I do. Some people drink. I I'll, I'll go watch a movie. Watch <laughs> the Pelican Brief. I got to relax. I kill this bitch. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> take my money, please. <laughs> and um, uh, um, and then when I came home, you know, hours later, uh. She was like, she heard a, a bell and so she picked up right where she left off. Round five. Ding, ding, ding. ding. So I was like, okay, so this is how it's going to be. Uh, I can't do a lifetime of this. So we're, we're done. Mm-hmm. So I was just I was like, you can, I'll listen to what you got to say. So while she was giving her spiels, I started packing my shit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where are you going? It's like, it doesn't matter because we're no longer. And then from that point on, she was like, oh shit, uh, mm-hmm. he's serious. And I was as serious as a heart attack. I was like, we are done. I'm not going to tolerate this. And I'm not going to tolerate this a month from now, a year from now, ever. No, that's too much, dude. That's too much. And I was like, I will I will leave and we will be no longer. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't have zero tolerance for that shit. And uh, so uh, from that point on, we argued differently. Of course you did. <laughs> so, and I didn't, I didn't have to hit her. I just had to let her know that I was just going to remove myself from her presence forever. <laughs> now, now, now here's the difference between the two. What if you had a, what if, what if you had had, what if there was a theater down the road, like maybe two miles and you walked to the theater cause you wanted to get some air and she followed you to the theater and then you buy your ticket to the movie. She buys the same ticket and you guys are fighting in there. See, this is what happened to this dude. There was no quiet time for him to get to another place. See, I'm trying to go blow for blow. No pun intended. I'm trying to go <laughs> moment for moment and put you in his spot and and remove him from that spot. I don't think there's hardly any men on this planet that wouldn't at least give her a left hook to the lips. Well, see, I'd have to feel like she was putting me in danger or hitting me. 
for me to do anything like that. And even then, I don't think I would hit her. I think I would, you know, wrestle her and then, and then like shake her. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you give her I, the shaking, the shaking baby syndrome. <laughs> Rattle her brain a little bit. <laughs> and even if we were the same race, I would do this. But the fact that she was white and I am black, I am who I am. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I, no. I'm not giving up my freedom for anyone. Have you ever been to jail, Marcel? Uh, very close, but no. <laughs> I've been. I spent a weekend in jail. Yeah, I've been close, but never in jail. And and I will never do that again. I will never. I, I can't. I was like, how do people do years like this? I would have fucking killed myself. You There's lose just, hope. So you I, have to take hope out of the equation. That's yeah, the way yeah. You so, so. I would never give up my freedom for any bitch. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. I'm not just, doing it. I don't know, dude. I, I, I don't know if I could keep my composure for that long and, and, and not. I mean, but then again, I've known women that are annoying, but the way I looked in my 20s and in my early 30s, mm -hmm. women always knew when to stop. You know, right. it's like it's like it's like when you look at the gorilla that I was, they knew when to stop. You know, they all did, except for one of them. I had to I had to pin her underneath me and watch Sports Center for an hour before she finally learned to leave me alone. Um, and that, <laughs> my brother said, "Dude, that was abuse." You know that, right? And I was like, "I didn't hit her, dude. You kidnapped <laughs> her and you abused her. You wouldn't let her get up." I was like, "Dude, it was either that, it was either do that." Or let her continue down the path that she was on to thinking that she could throw punches at me whenever she felt like it. Mm -hmm. And eventually, she was going to hit me. And you know me, man. I'm going to toss her out a window. <laughs> and Antar went, yeah, that's true. You would flip out. You wouldn't have any kind of proportional response to that. It's like, no, I wouldn't. So I had to set the tone and let her know this is not acceptable. Here's how it's going to play out if you fuck with me again. And she got the message. But if I had walked and, and 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 she wouldn't stop and I told her to stop and she kept following me and following me, I don't know, dude. I think I would have snapped. It's like that dude did. I don't think I would have killed her. And I know I wouldn't have meant to. Because if you don't put your hands on me or someone I love, me killing you is is, is not even a, a possibility. I, I'm right. not I'm not like that. You know, I've never been like that. I've always wondered how people get, are like that. If you don't do something personal to me, me killing you is not an option unless you try to kill me. Right. And then it becomes personal. Right? <laughs> but like if we're arguing in a safe way line and I got a gun, I'm not going to shoot you because you're yelling louder than me. I, I, that's not going to happen. That's not who I am. I'm not that guy. Now, if you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. But. If you if you pull a gun and I got a gun, I'm definitely going to shoot you or try to, you know. But only in that in that moment of it's either you or me. Will I go to that extreme? So would I have killed her? No, not intentionally. I don't even think subconsciously because I'm just not wired that way. My dad never even raised his voice at my mother, so I never had that even in the house. Never even raised his voice at her. Mm. Now she was the one yelling at him all the time, <laughs> which I always thought was fucking hilarious. By the way, 
Ah, my dad was tough as nails, but boy, when my mom opened her mouth, boy, he all of a sudden became like eight years old. I'm sorry. I won't do it anymore. And then he tried to act tough around us after mom yelled at him. He's like, boy, you pick up your shit right in the living room. I'm like, yeah, come on. I saw you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, come on, dad. I saw you. You're a punk. Mom punked you. I saw you fold like like a house of cards. Exactly. (laughs) I watched him do it so many times. Uh, but so I don't have that in my DNA, but I can't say I wouldn't have at least knocked some teeth out. I mean, I just, I don't know how I couldn't have. Remember that one <laughs> world star where they were on the, where they were in New York and on the, um, on, on one of the subways and, uh, this big light skinned dude was standing there and he tried to talk to this one girl and her friends got involved and he said something to one of the girls. She said something back and then she punched him in the face oh and then she hit him again and then she hit him again and he he pushed her back and he said don't hit me again ah, dumb bitch hit him again that man remember that video you sent me of that russian slap fighting shit that they do oh my god isn't that crazy yeah he hit slap her comp- yeah he hit her harder than that with an open hand it rang throughout the subway car. Every person on that car stopped talking. He hit her so hard. Her face, she was real dark-skinned, like Wesley Snipes. She had a mark on her face. Man. That's how hard he hit her. Now, he didn't knock her down, didn't knock her out. She was real sturdy built woman. I'm thinking, this would be a hell of an MMA fighter because she just took a serious blow and didn't even go down. I... I'd be able to, I would have been like, I gotta finish this, bro. She's gonna hurt me if I don't finish this. <laughs> I hit her with everything job. I got. Yeah, and she's still up. Yeah, I gotta finish her. Well, that whole like uh, I sent you that slapping competition. Yeah. That guy was slapping watermelons and just saying they were exploding. I know. I was like, how do you do Jesus. that? I like it. I like how you succinctly put it. That's eh, white people stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I was like talking, and then next thing you know, it just stopped. I don't know what that happened. So, well, but but yeah, the slapping thing. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how that became a sport. I mean, did someone? Did, was it a drunken game at a bar? I have know? no idea. I should I should have looked it up. I would I love have... to know the genesis of this game. I mean, how did it? How did it start? I mean, who was the first slapper or slappy? I mean, what the hell? <laughs> It's ridiculous. I would never. That's almost like being in a boxing match and letting the guy hit you with his best overhand right. Yeah, because they were knocking the shit out of those guys, each other, man. It was fucking insane. I've seen guys go to sleep from getting slapped in the mouth because sometimes yeah. they don't slap. If you notice, they hit with the heel of their hand. Yeah, that's what that's what knocks people out. The heel of the hand on the temple or right on the right on their jawbone lights out, Jack get hit just right with that it's over you're done you're going to sleep and that big old white boy man i swear he hit the he hit he 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 hit that dude so hard that dude's face went from sweaty to dry i'd never seen anything like that he didn't have a drop of sweat on his face (laughs) you know i'm like you knocked his face dry i'll be fucking damn like i saw emir khan i don't know if you know who he is but he's a he was a boxer and he fought uh, Canelo Alvarez. 
Canelo okay. hit him with hit him with an overhand right, man. And I shit you not, if I can find the video, I will send it to you. He cleared out his sinuses. He hit oh out. He hit. He hit Khan so hard. These two giant snot rockets came out of his nose. I have. I was like, "Oh shit!" He can breathe again. What the fuck happened? I, I mean, it was like it's like that much mucus in your nose. Like, I bet he was having problem breathing. He ain't no more. He's unconscious, but at least he's breathing well. You know. His resting heart rate will go down because he can get more oxygen in, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, how do you... I remember Mike Tyson hit this dude so hard he straightened his afro for a split second. Oh, Jesus. And you know how... You know how and I'm, I'll say it. It's how nappy black people's hair can be. Yeah. That's how his hair was. <laughs> he had a nice little fro, but it was kind of a nappy fro. No big deal. It's how our hair grows. Tyson hit him with an overhand right brother. I swear to God, his hair straightened. He looked like Malcolm X back in the day when he straightened out his hair, and had to remember when remember in the movie when he had to put his head in the toilet, man, to stop the burning when he was trying to, trying to put uh, that pump his hair to that pompadour that they used to yeah. call it when they straightened it. Yeah, that's what he did to his hair when he hit him. Okay, you imagine that? Okay, I don't have the year, uh, the exact year mm-hmm. it started, but it's recent and it's a Russian. Ah. Uh, it started in Russia. Of course it did. That guy who video I sent, the guy with the beard, mm-hmm. his name is Vasily Pelman. Mm-hmm. He has the strongest slap in the world, apparently. Well, you saw him slapping those watermelons. Yeah, I'm sure he does. His uh, his um, power of his slap was clocked in at around 370 pounds of pressure. You imagine someone dropping 370 pounds on your head? Because that's what it's like if he slapped you at full force on your face. That's interesting. Yeah. But here's the funny thing, though. Even a, even a lightweight women's boxer can punch with like 800 to 900 uh, pounds of pressure. So that's the difference in a balled up fist and an open hand. Yeah. But 300 pounds of pressure is still enough to knock you out. Oh, hell I mean, yeah. That's easily enough to put you on to put you to sleep. That's if he hits you on the chin. I've knocked people out with one punch before, and I'm nowhere near 370 pounds of pressure. <laughs> Knocking people like out, though, is not. It's it's never been about strength. It's been about no. It's it's technique. It's, it's technique it's how- and it's speed and it's right spot. I mean, you've seen those videos. Like, there's one famous uh, Asian monk. I think he's Chinese, dude, who's bald headed. And he fights, and sometimes he'll just put his head down and let the guy hit him, you know, to show he's tough. Er, that Shaolin, that Shaolin bullshit, you know, the the Hayuki and all that crap, you know. You can stab me, and my skin is so hard it won't go through me. Okay, well let me do that. No, 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 not not you. One of my one of my <laughs> yeah, one monks of, will do it with one a, of my assistants. Yeah, with a special <laughs> stick that you can't see or touch or use. Fuck you, <laughs> you cheat bastard, <laughs> cheating motherfucker. Um, <laughs> So he let people do that, and there were some fights where he'd get hit 15, 20 times in the head and not go down. Well, he ran into the wrong dude. Dude hit him with a perfect left hook right on his chin. And it was amazing because he the guy reacted the same way he always did, except his legs just went, we're going down now. 
<laughs> and his eyes were like, we're closing now, too. This the shop is closed. And he <laughs> laid down and he was out. They rushed in there and that dude was out for like five minutes. And I'm like, that's what you get for keeping your jaw right in front of the dude's punches. I mean, I don't know what you thought, but the guy hit you just right. I saw a brother get hit like that. He was sparring with this dude. The brother didn't have any headgear on. The white dude did. And it was a white dude, a smaller white dude. White dude was hitting him. The brother went like, ah. White dude hit him with a right, a left, right. And the dude was like, yeah, that's all you got. He hit him with another left dude that was so beautiful. I, I, I cried a little. I mean, I've never seen <laughs> a tear roll down my eye at the perfection of this punch. It was so beautiful, man. I, if I find it again, I'm going to show it to you. Even you'll cry. You're like, that is the most beautiful punch I've ever seen, man. Oh, God. <laughs> and the brother went, and his head dropped to his, his chin, touched his chest, and then he just went down. Like someone literally shot him in the back of the head in that spot where it turns the lights out, where, you, where everything goes limp right behind your ear. Right. That's how he went down. Like someone put a bullet in him back there. Everything just went limp. And he just went down. And I was like, oh, damn, is he dead? Oh, shit. Now, uh, and I've seen that in person, which is pretty good. Oh, speaking of fighting, did I tell you my cousin works at, did I, did I tell you my cousin works at the same uh, Taco Bell I worked at when I was 16 and she worked there when she was 16? No. Yeah. Um, do you know that, you know, you how familiar are you with Northeast Portland? Pretty uh, familiar? Pretty familiar. Okay. Um, you know where that Fred Myers is on Lombard, right? Yeah. Okay. So you also know where that Arco is on uh, on MLK, uh, um, yeah, MLK and Lombard. Yeah. Okay. Across that street, uh, I think you're going south, there's a Taco Bell right across the street. And that's where I worked at. And when I asked uh, my cousin about it, I said, how crazy is it still? She said, Marcel, let me tell you something. Nia has gotten an eye opener working there. Let me tell you, there have been fights. There's been stabbings. I was like, it's the same place. Oh, my God. It hasn't changed. It, I was there one night, and uh, this drunk guy came to the window. Even back when I was 16 years old, we, they didn't serve people at the drive-thru without, a, without an electronic, electronic uh, a vehicle of some kind. No bike. Right. It had to be like a car or a motorcycle or something. This dude comes up, starts to order, and I'm like, man, I can't take your order. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck you, you piece of shit. Now, in the car behind him is this black dude, this fat white girl, this other black dude, and this other fat white girl. I mean, you know, we're in the ghetto, fat white women. That's just how it worked. Uh, <laughs> that's, just, that's just what it was. And I wasn't surprised. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So they, they pass their order. I take their order. This dude's still yelling out the window. I close the window, take their order, and I tell them to drive forward. They drive forward. This white dude, this drunk white dude will not leave the window. And I'm like, dude, you need to leave, man. And the brother started getting out of the car. And I said, this white dude, I said, man, you better leave. I think this dude's going to hurt you. Oh, nobody's going to put their hands on me. Man, when I tell you he hit him so hard, I felt it. That's how hard he hit this white dude. He went to sleep. 
Now I'm 16 years old, and you know how I blurt stuff out and and, and try. I try to think before I speak, but sometimes I just can't. Imagine me at 16. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there it is. There, there's re- <laughs> there, there's reality for you. I leaned out of my out of the port window, screamed as loud as I could. My God, you killed that motherfucker, man. He's dead. <laughs> the brother said. Calm down, kid. He's not dead. He's unconscious. Are you sure? I don't think this motherfucker's breathing, man. You killed him. The women are dying laughing in the car because there's this skinny, ignorant kid screaming that this guy's dead. And he's a, he's a kid. He's not dead, okay? He's fine. And he said, he says, he calls his friend and says, come on, nigga, get out the car. This buddy gets out of the car. They pick him up by his legs and his, and his shoulders, and they drop him on the grass across the parking lot. And I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, you know what? Food's on me, man. Thanks for the entertainment, and I paid for the dinner. <laughs> oh my gosh! I had to. It was so entertaining, dude. It was a great. I have never been so entertained by a street fight in my life. And the dude wasn't dead. Like ten minutes later, he rolled over. He's like, uh, uh, and he stumbled off into the night. Never saw him again. So I don't know if later on he collapsed from a concussion of with brain injury and died. I have no idea. But I, it was it was the cleanest shot I've ever seen in my life, dude. Ever. Beautiful. Man, that is insane. Isn't I remember it? I remember uh Casey, I had a friend Casey who uh he's always, you know, whenever like there's like a crazy homeless person yelling, he's always like engaging them or they're drunk or something. It's like, why? Why do you why do you care? Yeah, leave Just, alone. Well, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, Taco Bell once again um, <laughs> in his car and there was a guy wanting to get uh, he there was a the way this Taco Bell was uh, designed mm-hmm. like once you committed to going through the drive through once uh, once you pulled forward like about 10 feet you're kind of oh. locked into it got it yeah it's like you a drive- just- it's like a driveway right is that what you're talking about where there's yeah. like it Got had it. like shrubbery and there. flowers that real look real nice, you know, on the side. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't drive without driving through that. Right. Got it. You'd have to go through, you know. So this guy, this homeless dude, or just you know, bum, knew that. So he would stand <laughs> just before you get to the count, just before you get to the window, and ask people for change. So if you said no, you just had this uncomfortable <laughs> exchange. <laughs> Where you would just stare at each other until you caved. <laughs> Everyone caved because you don't. It's just too awkward. Even I want just, my food, and this is creeping me out. Here's a dollar. Yeah. Go away. Yeah, here's fifty cents. Just get stopped. Just yeah. go away. You're killing me, Smalls. Go away. So he's doing this to Casey, and Casey just can't say no like a normal person. Mm-hmm. He's got to like get the fuck away. I was like, well, there's no point in this. Oh, okay, got it. He's going to. Now you have to sit here with a, this. You said no. He just he just moves on. Mm-hmm. But now you're making it a thing. Yes. And uh, so he gets out of the car. I was like, why are you getting out? <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> oh god, I'm loving this. <laughs> And say what? What motherfucker? You just climb out the car. Why are you getting out the car, man? <laughs> what is the problem? Fights the guy, boxes him up, smacks him around. Wait, he the actually goes, fought the guy. He hit the guy like three times. The guy goes down. 
I was like, oh, you're so tough. Beating a, a homeless drunk dude. Get in the car, gets his food. Or no, he does get his food. We need him just leaving because he you know the 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 talk about people are like, we're gonna call the cops. Oh, of course. He's like, uh, I'm getting out of here. So he yeah, drives away, gets home, realizes his wallet's gone. Oh no. This idiot forgot he had his wallet sitting on his lap because he was gonna use his wallet. And then when he got out, it just fell out. That's funny. So and it was on a payday, and he's the kind of guy that just, you know, he doesn't deposit his money, then use it accordingly. He wants it all in his hands. So he gave the bum, you know, the guy didn't give, he didn't give him a dollar. He gave him like $800. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So that was a, that was an ass whoop, and he was happy to take. That's almost $300 a punch. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a profitable day for him. Good job. I was like, yeah, you're so smart. It's just fucking wow. dumb. One time we're in a restaurant and he, now this wasn't a fight. This was just something he picked. Uh, the uh, the waiter was kind of, uh, oh, what's the word? Kind of not, uh, just kind of trying too hard. You ever get those waiters that always want to tell you a joke or they're just trying yeah. too hard? You almost want to say, look, I'll give you a tip. Just Stop. Yeah, stop just, with the show, dude. You're gonna get a tip. Yeah, stop yeah. With the show. Just, he okay. was that. He was that kind of annoying. Yeah. So of course, Casey couldn't let it go. He had to say something and then make it a thing. And now there's just weirdness. And then and Casey's like, "You gonna order anything?" It's like, "Fuck no," Mm-mm. because now they're spitting in our food or at exactly. least yours. Yep. It's like I don't want any of this shit. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna. I'm just gonna have my water and I'll eat. What was that? What was that? Um. Um, it was at um, Olive Garden. This is like, you know, fuck, over 20 years ago. And I was like, uh, no, I'm just going to have these breadsticks because you fucking ruined it because mm-hmm. there's no way after that exchange he's going to not do something. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> dude. What is the hell? <laughs> My dad used to work at a restaurant. He managed a restaurant uh, when he was young. And he said, man. This is, he was the first one to tell me when I was like maybe 13. He said, you're getting to the point where you're going to start going out now. Uh, you're going to go to restaurants and stuff, you know, in the next uh, 10, 12 years or whatever. He's like, so I need to tell you something. I was like, okay, what? Do not be rude to the staff. You understand me? If your steak is not cooked properly and you cannot eat it because it's cooked improperly, you tell them... Tell the chef, I'm going to give him an extra $10 tip. I just need this cooked a little bit more. It's just a little too raw for me. I appreciate the extra effort, which is why I'm going to give an extra tip. Thank you so much, sir. And I was like, why would I do that? It's his job to cook the food. Now, I'm 13 and an idiot, so I don't get where he's going. Right. He said, and this, this is the one thing I've always loved about my dad. He'll go from, like, college philosopher, professor voice to ghetto dad voice in like two seconds he said nigga they're gonna spit on your food man i was like <laughs> i went oh what <laughs> what that was kind of harsh where'd that come from <laughs> you're an idiot boy they're gonna spit on your food i have seen them drop steaks in the in the dust and shit and, and then cook it all in and laugh while the fucking customer eats it I worked in a, so many kitchens, and I had so many horror stories like that. Yeah. And now, and now, no, and now, if they screwed up and you send it back, right, that's different. Nine times out of ten, 
they're not going to even fucking, you know, they're not going to bat an eye. It's like, oh, I fucked that up. Let me fix exactly. it. Yeah. But if you if you send stuff back and with an attitude, right, even if you're in the right, you just don't fuck with people that control your food. No. And you, you can't see them make it. No, 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 no. And no, I, I, this girl I dated did that. We were at the, that stupid restaurant inside the Lloyd Mall. Um, little hamburger place. It looks like a 50s joint right in the back of the mall. Oh, I know and what we, you're talking about. You do or don't? I do, I do. Yeah, that restaurant. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, that one. And we're back there eating. And the fries are not hot. They're a little cold, you know. And I'm like, I don't care. I was hungry. I was just eating. She was not happy about the cold fries. So she made a big fit. She just went nuts. She was right. Started hammering on the table. This is this is some bullshit. And no, she wasn't a Karen. This is some bullshit. <laughs> and this, these fries are cold. This hamburger's not hot. I wanted it th- this way. And that's it. Oh, and I'm like, uh, what are you doing? She's like, see, I'm having them take it back and cook it again. And I was like, look, I like you. I do. Um, we're having a decent time until now, but I wouldn't eat the food as it, when it comes back. She's like, why not? Their job to cook it. Yeah, they're probably pissing in your on your food right now. So <laughs> don't um, or dunking it in a shit filled toilet. Don't eat it. Oh uh, no, they won't do that. Because you understand that, what I'm saying? But they, I, no, they won't. I, I know they won't do because you'll actually <laughs> you can actually get what is it? What's that disease you, you pick up? There's some sort of virus you can pick up. I can't remember what it's called from um, from 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 that from yeah. being like that. I can't remember what it's called. But, but yeah, what no. they will do is they'll drop it between like the space between the stove and the mm-hmm. refrigerators or oh. between the stove and the fryer. I've seen them do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them do it. Yeah. And uh, I was, yeah, you just don't do it. It's just don't fuck with people that fuck that make, make your, food. your food. Yeah. Just be nice about it. Jesus Christ. Oh, last thing about the Taco Bell. This was also the Taco Bell, and I've said I said this on an episode a long time ago, but it's the same place. And I told uh, my cousin about it, and she told her daughter, and her daughter Nia couldn't stop laughing. I said, "This is the place where I, my first day, this is my first day behind the counter, and like maybe my fourth customer. I was so happy to have a job that I was going to have some money." And I was going to be able to buy shit on my own. Didn't have to ask my dad for no money. My mom, yeah, I'm independent now, motherfuckers. No, I wasn't, but I felt that way. Right. Um, and the dude, drunk white dude again. A lot of drunk people come into that fucking Taco Bell. He got, he came in and ordered some food. And I was like, all right, sir, here you go. Here's your change. And uh, head on down to the end. We'll get you started in just a few moments. Next guy comes up. How can I help you? The dude said, where am I coffee? I was like, coffee? Oh, you didn't order any coffee, sir, but come on back, man. We'll get you some coffee. I ordered coffee, you son of a bitch. Right, excuse me? You did not order coffee, but I'll get you some, though. Now, let's order you some coffee. What size do you want? You fucker, I ordered coffee. Are you trying to steal my coffee, you piece of shit? And I just, I snapped, and I was like, I, I think I yelled. I'm not sure to this day if I yelled or not. All I know <laughs> is the these words came out of my mouth. I'm going to fucking kill you now. That's all I remember coming out of my mouth. I'm going to fucking kill you now. I remember the look on the drunk white dude's face. His eyes bugged up, and I think he got sober real quick. And (laughs) my hands and my feet were on the counter, 
And I was like inches away from wrapping my hands around his neck and just lighting this dude up, right? Now, here's the funny thing. That's what I felt would happen. I was 16 years old, probably 130 pounds. That might not have been the outcome. Oh, no. In real life. You know what I mean? <laughs> now right. that I'm older and thinking, yeah, no. Yeah, you might have won because you're younger and in better shape, but you're not going to toss this dude around like you think you're going to, you little bastard. And I feel this tug on my shirt, and it's the store manager screaming, no, Marcel, no. And he's pulling on my shirt. And because I'm so light in the ass, he's able to pull me back. And I'm like going, I'm going to fucking kill you, dude. And he said, he said, get my office now. And I looked at him and said, who the fuck are you yelling at? He said, get in the office. I was like, oh, it's going to fucking hell. When the office closed the door, <laughs> slammed the door shut. He comes in. What the hell? I was like, man, did you hear what he said to me? He starts laughing. He said, sometimes I forget this is your first job and you're only 16 years old. Look, this is life in retail. This is life in, in restaurant businesses. This is going to happen to you more often than not. Yep. You just have to learn. He's, he, was, he was so calm about it. He's like, you just have to learn to develop thick skin. And deal. Okay? I'm not going to fire you. I'm not even going to get mad at you. You're young. You didn't understand because I didn't explain it to you. So it's my fault, actually. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> that, <laughs> and I, and I have no cool. That's your fault. Did, you did that, this. Yeah, it's your <laughs> fault, man. That I flipped out over something as stupid as a drunk dude cussing at me. I was ready to go to prison or at least attempt to go to prison over this shit. I was literally going like, to try to gouge his eyes out. I was, I don't know why I got so mad so fast, but I did. I just, I was just raging angry at this dude. And it was like over nothing. I am, this is, this is why it's like, I, I sometimes wonder how I made it to 50. You know, I spent most of my <laughs> life with that temper. I spent most of my life fighting that temper. Where it's like, why are you going from, I should just yell at you to, give me a second, I'll be right back. I got a fucking jackhammer in the car. You know, I got a fucking, you know, hammer in the car. I'll be right back. You know, kind of <laughs> anger. And I always did. I was like, I always went from like zero to 100. You know, and it's like, dude, you got to calm down. Now, granted, once I got to a point after lifting weights all those years of, you know, being a big dude. Weirdly, my temper kind of disappeared. And I was like, why am I less angry now? I'm only 27. I should, I should still be able to get angry pretty quickly. And my dad said, that's probably because you're a fucking gorilla now and you don't need to be like a, like a, like a, like a, like a wolverine or no, like a honey badger, how they act around lions. Well, it's probably people didn't want to go there, so they never. You never had to, you know. There was there was never that resistance, or there never that that uh, that attitude because they're mm -hmm. like they see you and they're like, all right, I'm not that. You know that's what, I mean? what my dad said. Yeah, that's what my dad said. He said, "Look at you." He said, "I wouldn't mess with you on my best day." You know, it's like you don't even even though you might you might be able you might have a glass jaw and can't punch and save your life. Ninety nine percent of people are going to look at you like, yeah, I don't want none of that. Yeah, I don't want to go down that road. Like, and, and you know, and I look at I look at some Hollywood people like Stallone or you know or 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 The Rock or somebody like that or even Vin, or Vin Diesel. The guys look the part, 
But are they the part? I don't know. You know, I, none of them have been in fights for decades, real fights for decades. So who knows if they could take a punch or even throw a punch anymore now? You know, they've been so Hollywoodized. But they're big, they're strong, and you think, yeah, I don't really know if I want this smoke. And it makes you hesitate. And that's what my dad said about me. It's like, you make people hesitate. So you don't have to get mad anymore. Back when you were a kid, you didn't. You thought you were intimidating, but and he put his hand on my shoulder. He's like, "But I hate to break it to you, son, but you weren't." <laughs> like, in my in my head, I'm like, "Fuck you!" I was a scary bastard at five foot eight, hundred and thirty pounds. I was frightening. No, oh, Jesus. My dad's like, "You just you just were." <laughs> I, I know, right? I was this. I was the terror of Benson High School when I walked in. They're like, "No, no, nigga, you weren't." And it's like, but now he said, but now. You notice how nobody talks back to you anymore? I'm like, oh, you got a point. Because there was this one dude I went to high school with who we used to argue all the time. And then once I got really big and strong, he stopped arguing with me. And I was like, why are you not arguing with me anymore? I don't want you to crush my head, man. Look at you. I was like, <laughs> nigga, I've known you since we were like eight. What's wrong with you? He said, oh, see, that shit right there, man. I, I don't need none of that. <laughs> he's, like, I don't want, he's like, you're getting mad already. I don't need none of that. And I'm like, God damn it. What the fuck is happening here? But like I said, on a couple of episodes ago, I had that disease that I couldn't see what everybody else saw. But, you know, the point of the whole story is, is that that Taco Bell is still batshit crazy as it was when I was 16, which I... I find that so hard to believe that the neighborhood hasn't changed in all those years. That's almost that's 30 almost 35 years. And it's the same place. Yeah. Well, that's not possible. Well, it's it's weird too cuz it's play that area has been gentrified. I know, not not that Taco Bell though, but, but that riffraff is still there. That element's still there. Yeah. It's still at that same Taco Bell. I really want to go back there too and just kind of soak in the ignorance that's there now. <laughs> soak in the ignorance. Oh, that's what it was. Just blind, <laughs> blind ignorance, man. I mean, they were. I look back on it. I remember this one girl who worked there who I was hitting on. She said, "I said you're cute, but I can't go out with you." And I was like, "Why not?" She said, "Well, my man's in jail, and I don't want to. I don't want to leave him." I said, well, "How long is he in there for?" He in there for another ten years. I was like, "I'm sorry, what now?" Oh, what did Jesus. he do? And I was like, I was like, what did he do? He killed somebody, right? I said, well, I really can't say, but yeah, yeah. if you can't say, then yeah, that's she went, she went, yeah, he he did he did some bad stuff, but you know he might get out early, and I want to be waiting for him. So I was like, yeah, good luck with that. That's what I said. I, I was like, whatever. <laughs> I remember there was a when I first started UPS, there was a supervisor, real cute. There's two cute women that worked there that were our supervisors and she uh but the one in particular uh she had a boyfriend mm-hmm. that um or a husband she was married but he was in prison mm. and uh he wasn't gonna get out for like five years and and i was i remember telling her i was like you're 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 not gonna it's not gonna last she's like yes it is it's no, you know i was like no it's not and she's like why do you think it's not gonna last well i and now i wasn't hitting on her but she was getting hit on a lot mm-hmm. and then i thought there's one guy in particular that she liked and i was like so you're you're you know you you have gaga you gaga for so-and-so and she's like no i'm married i was like hmm 
Are you the, though? The, the fact the fact that we're having this conversation and you didn't just shut it down immediately says says you're you know it's not gonna last. And sure enough, it didn't. She divorced him before she even quit working at UPS. Of course she did. <laughs> I mean, do you really want to stay married to a dude that's got that's doing five five to ten? Yeah. That that means he did something pretty stupid and possibly pretty bad to get to get that much time. Now, yep. granted, if he's black, who knows what he could have done to get all that time? I mean, you know, with black folks, you never really know. But it's like that old thing goes, old old saying goes: if you see a white person in prison, that's the one you'd be afraid of. Why? Because they actually did it. Yeah, you know, whatever they say they did, they did. They ain't exaggerating. Wait, yeah. he killed fifteen people and wore their heads as hats on alternate Thursdays. Yes. All right. I'm going to leave you alone then. Go close my cell door here. And uh, yeah, you just stay on the other side of the bars. Okay. You know, a brother says he did the same thing. Nigga, stop lying, man. You in here because you stole some bread, man. And they just they don't like your stupid ass. Stop lying. Shut up, man. I'm trying to get a rep in here. So man, I, I, I cannot imagine being in prison. Oh, that was, oh, God. No, you know what? Be We've awful. been talking for an hour and change and we haven't talked about anything on our list and I'm getting close to I gotta go. <laughs> All right, then let's 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 do this. Real quick. We both have seen Masters of the Universe, right? You saw all five episodes? I haven't seen all five, but I'm okay to talk about it. Okay, because I saw the last one and it ends on a weird cliffhanger. Oh really? It's really weird because I was like, wait. Why? Why is he? I, I'm gonna. I, I think I zoned out a little bit because I don't understand what happened. But where? How far are you? You know the sword split, right? Yes. Okay. And one went to uh one part of Eternia, and one went to another part. The live the the heaven and 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 and, and the honored place of the dead. So that's where the two swords went. They're two different parts of Eternia. One's called Preternia, which is just stupid. Another one's called something of Eternia, which is equally as dumb. Right. So they have to go to the land of the dead, grab the sword. Then they have to go to heaven and grab the sword. They go to he- they go to the land of the dead and grab the sword. And they, you want me to tell you? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, good. It's a cartoon. I figured you wouldn't care. Um, they find they find Prince Adam. Yeah. Uh. Because of the way Prince Adam died, he's able one, he's had one chance to where he can go back to the land of the living and restart his and just start his life from there. Just keep moving. Um, and I and weirdly, the guy whose name Castle Grayskull is named after is a black dude played by uh Dennis Haysburg, the guy who played the president on 24 and God on Lucifer. Okay, yeah. He's got a, such a distinct voice. It's like, I know who that is. That's the president from Tall State. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, exactly. So they they go through all that, and then they go to heaven, and they manage to get that sword. And uh, the robot man of ours puts it together, and something happens. He gets blowed up, and he dies with feeling. So he's happy he's dying and afraid to die, whatever. And then... All of a sudden, He-Man takes the sword and he says, I have the... And he gets shanked. Right oh, through his shit. chest. Yeah, right through his chest. And we're all thinking, that bitch evil in turned on him. 
And I was like, no, I don't think that's what's happening. And it turned out Skeletor is still alive. His essence is in that ram's helm or in the uh, crystal that's on the end of Evil Lynn's uh, staff. Okay. So they brought him back when they reconnected the swords. So the last image you see is Prince Adam dying after being shanked by Skeletor somehow. And uh, Skeletor's body like 20 times bigger than Grayskull screaming, I'm the master of the universe. I'm like, I hope there's another season because this is a stupid way to end your show. <laughs> I I don't even know what happened. I'm going to have to watch that last two episodes again. They're only 20 minutes long, so not that big of a deal to watch it. Um, but yeah, that's how it ends, which is really weird to me. And then it ended that way. But yeah. Huh. Yeah, I know. Right? I was like, wait, what? Adam's alive. Why is he alive? What's happening? I, okay. Uh, and he just walked because uh, Grayskull could have left too. He died honorably and he could come back. But because the land of the dead, where he's at and where Adam went, because of the way they died, it's called paradise. It's basically they live how they want to live, they get whatever they want. You know, it's paradise. And I'm thinking, well, what if your idea, what if you're, here's a question for you. All right. That's a serious question, but it's kind of stupid. The land of the dead, Valhalla and this other place are for the great warriors to live out their days for, because of the heroics on the battlefield, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And on these places, they get whatever they want because they're great warriors and they defended their state and defended the humanity and all that, correct? Yeah. Got it. Now, what if one of those warriors has a thing about screwing two and three year old babies? Oh, come on. Does does that show up in his paradise? Little babies in diapers running around and him having sex with them? I know that's a sick thing to think about, but it's but I don't know where you draw the line. You know what I mean? It's like where's right. the line with that? I mean, he's a warrior, he's a hero, but he's a fucking pedophile. And yet he got into Valhalla. So his idea of paradise is not the same as mine would be or yours. It's the same as a pedophile's. So how did how do you reconcile that? I don't know how you are. What, what I don't think you do. See, oh god, these are stupid. I, you, you, you don't get to go to heaven. I think. <laughs> I would think so, but if you're a warrior of high regard. Yeah, but a warrior, part of being a warrior is being honorable. That is not honorable. So you're not you're not a true warrior, therefore you can't go to Van Hala. Valhalla. Uh, all right. I just, it just, that was running through my mind when I was watching that. I was like... The shit you think people, about, man. Oh, you have no idea what goes through <laughs> this head. Because I'm just thinking, it's like most of the warriors that are that are then and now are a little bit screwed up in the head because of some of the things they've had to do. Right. And the things they've seen. Who knows what paradise is to these guys or girls? Who knows? What is paradise to these people? And if it's something warped like that, can they really get into eternal life in paradise? And if so, how do the other warriors deal with this? God, that'd be a hell of a movie, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's something to think about. 
That's what that's I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 I don't know if I'd actually watch the movie, but it yeah, was, I don't know. <laughs> it's an instant concept. Let me tell you, the warrior goes to, goes to heaven, and we find out he's a pedophile. Uh, wait, what? I, yeah. How do you sell that? I was like, this is our hero. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, they made uh, "Don't Breathe" guy into a sort of kind of almost hero, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of, but he still had to die at the end. He just met some people that were worse than him. Which I don't see how you could be, because he was raping women to make them pregnant. Sorry, I don't know well, how much worse you could be than that guy. Just raping women that tried to rip him off. Oh. They, they, oh, okay. Not that it's a not that not that one justifies the other. Well, I mean, but, come on. If she's trying to rape rip him off, then obviously she deserves to be raped and forced to have his kid. Hey, come on. Well, well, I mean, we're, I mean, we're, I mean, that's that's the Texas law now. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, no shit. I think that is legal in Texas. That's actually. legal in Texas. Come on. I mean, they, <laughs> they, they, they hate women in Texas. This is what they do. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, folks. We uh, it was a very weird episode. Marcel admitted he's a domestic abuser. Yeah. And, oh yeah. You're right. I am. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to name that. This is going to be the show title. Marcel, the domestic abuser. The, the, the domestic abuser. <laughs> Fuck <swear>. you. <laughs> that might actually get people to listen to go like, yeah. wait, what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to have to like, listen to this. That's a clickbait title if I've ever heard of one. That is clickbait. That's all that is clickbait. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is real clickbait. That's funny, though. I have to admit that's Because I know what I said. <laughs> so, Wow. And he, oh, and and he hates Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. God! Oh my for the God. nerds. For what? The what nerds. the? Oh my God! I, that's gonna. I hope that I have enough room in the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. <laughs> we'll see you next week with a more uh, nerd esque show. But uh, we just got sidetracked. But you know, this is what the show is. Yeah. All right. We'll see you. All right. Peace.